0: Welcome to Sales Tech Stars, Sales Star Podcast. This is where we feature news, tips, and insights on B2B sales. Happy to have you here. We have Jeff Heckler, Global Head of Customer Success from Pipedrive, the first CRM platform developed from the salesperson's point of view, participate as a guest in this episode of the Sales Star Podcast. Jeff is here to share a few thoughts on the changing trends impacting customer-facing teams in tech. And we're really excited to hear from him about his thoughts and about what Pipedrive has been up to when it comes to core changes to customer success operations in general over the last couple of months. So before we dig deeper, we'd like to know a little bit about Jeff. Tell us about yourself. We'd really love to hear about your journey through the years and, of course, a little bit about your role at Pipedrive as well.
1: Sure. Thank you, Perum. I I appreciate the time and the opportunity to be here with you today and and your audience. My name is Jeff Heckler. I'm the global head of customer success at PipeDrive. We are a a CRM, SaaS company. We have currently about 97,000 customers serviced by uh, roughly our, our team of about 40 plus staff. That team is about six teams in total, three named account teams, which are staffed by customer success managers, one professional service team uh, inside of those named accounts and actually service other teams as well that are comprised of technical account managers, one growth team comprised of customer success specialists who engage, educate, and uh, and, uh, work with escalations with our customer base, Uh, retention team as well, which is staffed with customer success representatives, and then a very vital customer success operations team, which helps us to align with processes, with um, uh, internal teams, and helps us to with the ability to scale on our systems and tools
0: that was great to know a little bit, you know, about the core basic infrastructure in Pipe Drive, how the teams are basically built out. But coming up next, we'd like to know about some of the best practices you guys have been following at Pipe Drive, especially some of the revamped best practices in light of COVID-19 for your global customer success team. So, you know, 2020 has been a year of learning. For a lot of us, it's been a year of experimentation for the rest of us. For a lot of tech companies, you know, reverting to a 100% remote model might not have been much of a the challenge while for others, especially other industries, it definitely was. So, what were your changes to your core models that basically helped shape a better 2020 and 2021 during this time?
1: Yeah, absolutely, Paroma, appreciate that. And I failed to mention it, to answer the other part of your, your first part of your question with my background. So, as we came into COVID, in regards to my background, I have 20 years of leading customer facing revenue teams both with customer success functions, as well as professional service functions. So what we had with COVID is something that none of us had had ever seen at any place that we are in life. Um, So it asked and and demanded a a lot from all of us on all sides of relationships and personally and professionally. So one of the, the things that gratefully and thankfully we had already established just before COVID came in to take hold was we have a customer success operations team. Uh, and although it was a, just a newly established group, it was key to us being able to, to scale out our operations and the support functions, not just for our customers, but for our team. And so that was key. And anywhere I've been uh, where we had an operations team established, I've I've always said uh, one of the key learnings is to do it sooner and to do it earlier. So that will be another reoccurring uh, mantra in my own head as, as we move forward. But um, that team has been key. Now, That also speaks uh, about pipe driving whole as well. We were able to go fully remote as a global company in in 48 hours. And so that meant that we had a world-class IT ops team behind us, a GNA function, as well as every pipe driver across the globe that was willing to take on the challenge and personally and professionally took up that effort. So that was first. So it came from the people uh, and we had a a lot of processes in place to, to help support that. Moving forward, we first saw and and had to address uh, after identifying our customer base that started to come towards us and forward with requests on on how we could help support them through these times. So not just from customer success, but also from our friends and support, as well as finance and and across the organization, we built out a financial support matrix to address our most at-risk customers. And this started as a project, which then has grown into a team. And that team is one of the six I mentioned earlier, the retention team. And so the retention team started with a focus on helping customers with their travels through Pipedrive, not just short term and, and with COVID for however long that is going to be affected for each and every customer, but also how much could we learn about the customer's journey, about not just their onboarding and, and their, their first experience in go-live with us, but really what do, they, what do they experience as they go to scale and as they roll out to users and across their organization. Some of the key learnings that we learned in customer success were how to roll out globally and at a distance or remote. So some of our customer success managers have spearheaded projects where we are onboarding teams remotely at scale which has helped to teach us and customer success how to engage with our implementation program, both for large customers and for smaller customers. We have revamped that program for our customer base. And we, so we have a portion of that that goes towards with the growth team towards a smaller customer base. And then we have the named accounts team, which have a full fledged implementation program for larger teams. Those are some of the keys that we learned and we're able to use moving forward. Additionally, From Pipedrive as an organization and company, we had an all-hands-on-deck approach. So there are individuals that came from other teams across the company from travel or research or HR, for example. And some of those individuals decided they liked customer success so much, they decided to stay with us. And we've turned that into opportunity to offer our customers a more well-rounded view from a business angle and how we present customer success as an organization. So it really boils down not just to uh, customer success, but all the pipe drive and, and our customers as well. And it really helped us to further evolve into partnerships with our customers, which is something that we've always talked about as a cultural change over the past 12 plus months. So those are the few of the ways that we adapted and
0: evolved. That all sounds very, you know, very essential in today's times. That's what, you know, that's what a lot of successful teams have been focusing on. And some of these practices have, I think, probably led to a lot of success for you all. But on the other hand, I'm sure there were a lot of challenges that you might have observed, at least in the initial stages for your team or maybe for customer success teams in general in the tech and B 2 b marketplace so we'd love it if you could dive into some of those core challenges you saw teams you know struggle with initially or you know as covid sort of took on through 2020 as teams started getting used to new processes or the lack of events the lack of face-to-face meetings for example and uh, you know if you could take us through what y'all basically did to empower the team during this time so you know You know, challenges could also revolve around something like Zoom fatigue or finding it difficult to work from home and scale the number of meetings or the number of customer conversations, you know, things like that. So what were some of your observations?
1: There are a wide ranging number of items I can bring up on this one. And and some of the keywords that I share with you uh, in what you've just outlined is the marketplace and empowerment. So we'll start from marketplace. As we all know, customer success as a profession is extremely popular and hot right now. Every organization, and this isn't just in SaaS, but every organization that has a reoccurring customer base and revenues Sees the value in building that relationship, or what I like to call a customers for life journey and program. And so, as you go through almost any sort of organization, as I just said, that type of ethos, mentality, experience that comes from both having hands on, but also comes from the type of person that comes into customer success that's a, a well appreciated skill set, passion, and highly valued. So there are challenges across the marketplace that we see uh, with finding the right talent, but also then furthering being able to match challenges with opportunities for those talent. So I'd like to tell every one of my team members in customer success and you know globally of our 40 plus across our, our six teams that I see for each individual a path of three to five to seven years for them as professionals, for them personally with Pipe Drive, that I can very easily map to what we want to do as a company, both in the rest of this year and well as what we look to do to grow uh, for the next three to five years in terms of a very clear path and what this means for SaaS um, and, and what we're doing on a larger scale, so then five to seven years. You've gone through something like this before you can see the path and see where it's going. And there's just tremendous opportunity in the marketplace. Now at Pipe Drive it's 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 even more so and, and even more amplified because we have um, a wonderful relationship with our equity partners at Vista who put us into an ecosystem and a portfolio where we have the, the ability to not only engage with but also impact uh, a, a large number of enterprise companies at scale. So the opportunity there uh, for every individual to learn, to grow, to challenge, and to contribute are prime. And so that's something that that we we see every single day, and that that I feel and energizes me when when uh, in, in every day. So that's the f- the first part. One of the other items that comes to mind when we talk about challenges and opportunities is I I come from a pretty deep background in business intelligence and analytics. And so in our team, we have no, no shortage of BI tools, but then we have um, a lot of process with that and a lot of standardization. We have three BI tools, the, the way that I look at BI and, and BI tools, each plays a different part. And every individual and customer success is empowered to use those tools and to manage those tools within, within the, the matrix that we provide. So... They're in the hands of every CS member. And I like to say this is empowerment at scale, because whether your term for data is data is new oil or data-driven decisions are the only decisions, it's really about also building in those processes and and procedures and, and the system, data dictionary, common semantics, that can be used across the board. So that has been very important for our team. And then to really get into the hands-on, we've never seen a, an, an environment like this in, in regards to a professional and global reach, what we had with COVID in the past year, but also how we all were worked. I've had a remote office at least in part for over 20 years. And so part of what I've done in the past quarter is to meet with every single member of the customer success staff one-on-one at least once and most of them twice within this quarter, especially because we're scaling and it's important for all of us to know each other on a very personal level. So I would actually argue that over the past nine months or six months specifically, we have grown closer than we would have if we had our own offices and our own geographic locations. And so the opportunity for building those relationships across the team, we do a lot of uh, cross-functional team events and learnings around what we do in our professions. We do team-building exercises across geographies. We do them within geographies and customer success. And another thing that that I've done more this year is to have other individuals from other departments come and join our all-hands meetings and give a 20 to 30 minute presentation on on what they're doing inside their organizations, how we work together, how we collaborate, cooperate, uh, build programs together for our customers. And so that's been very important. I think as well, there's other skills and and things that help individuals as well. And, And so introduce things like meditation on a group level. So those are just little ways to help to round out an experience for individuals that help support and engage them on all levels. As professionals in customer success, I know that from my fellow colleagues across the globe and across the profession, networking events, certification programs, and professional communities, those three items have been very hot. And so individuals practicing their craft with each other, learning across the organization and the ecosystems that, that we all reside. And one of the, the key things and, and the gifts that we have at Pipe Drive is we don't find organizations that have as many customers as we do and touching every customer. So a year ago, if you had asked us what customer population is we engaged in, I would have told you 3% of our total customers at Pipe Drive, which is uh, somewhere between 25 and 30% of revenue occurring. Now, fast forward, we have a home and a place for every single customer in customer success with pipe drive we have a, a, an engagement model which every single customer that is a, a customer with pipe drive has a place where they fit into our customer success journey and so that's something that I'm very proud of and wouldn't be possible not only with the every member of our team but every member of pipe drive to to really build around and so then take this out 300 300 feet higher is that We I think historically in SaaS, you could safely say it was sales-led and then evolved into a product-led. And now I like to think that at at SaaS, we've matured to the point where we're customer-led with our build-out and our scale and our engagement. And so those are other cultural philosophies that I think have um, only been accelerated for the better good of both customer and company since COVID and since uh, a lot of the challenges we've been able to meet in the past year.
0: One quick question here, just to dive in. You did share a little bit about how you took the effort to basically get to know the team as you were growing and expanding during this time. So a quick question here, because we have come across a lot of divergent thoughts on this. How do you feel it takes too much of an added effort to basically create that work relationship when you're not really able to just go into the office and have the normal pre-COVID days those kind of functions and operations do you think it's just too much of an added effort do you think it impacts the managerial or the leadership more because they have to take that effort to basically build a better relationship with their own staff as well as with the external you know customers as well so what is your take on this? is it worth it in the long run what is the whole general thought that you have on this opinion
1: I don't mean to be too heavy-handed here but I, I will tell you if you think it's too much added extra effort, to meet one-on-one and to have the the gift, the joy of engaging with the people that you work with every day, then you need to do your organization and self a leader and step down and find a different way to contribute in the company or somewhere else. I get the ability, I have the wonderment of engaging with every single person on our team. I get to talk with every individual without sometimes an agenda. I tell most of the people I've worked with, you have your own manager, then that that person is not me. I want to know how we can best support you on a larger scale. What are the challenges? And it comes from a place of, if you want to call it vulnerability or being candid, sharing with in- individuals what your own journey has been, what you see, what your what your take is on what's going on, and what your conceptions are of the environment. And there's so much that I've learned that I would not have had I had I not had the opportunity to do something like this. I'll also say that at PipeDrive we have one of the more, more engaging. Hiring processes. We're very pragmatic. We're very thoughtful. And it's both for us and individual, individuals that join the company. I, I can safely say this Pipe Drive thinks more thoughtfully and constructively and critically about our core values and what we have culturally at Pipe Drive than anywhere else. I experienced that when I was a candidate myself. And I hold it as a responsibility to everybody that's been in Pipe Drive in, over the past 10 years to do that. I, I also tell my team, is we're very Particular because it's out of respect for them. We all get to select through team interviews, individual interviews, test task interviews, all the members. So it's very important. I've seen other organizations dilute through talent, as most of us have, or make other decisions when you want to build a a wonderful, powerful team like this. And it has to become, it it comes with a lot of thought. And the only way to best help our customers and our company and the individuals that make up the company, because after all, a company is nothing without its people then that's the gift. And I'm pretty, pretty bullish about
0: that. Absolutely. So now seeing how COVID has basically changed the way businesses have to function, it's impacted the general, the core global mode of work as well. What are some of the top trends you feel will create the central theme for customer facing teams in general and some of the changes that are there to stick for the long term, according to you?
1: I think that we've all come a little bit closer because we're all facing a lot of same challenges. I know we When we get into a Zoom call, whether it's people I've just met or people at all different levels, it's just about getting things done and getting work done and doing that very productively and proactively. I think that is more, I think the environment we're in now and and have evolved into over the past 12 months has been very productive in regards to let's just really talk about performance and let's, let's make progress and let's build a partnership and let's do this together. And we need to be a cohesive team. And so it's, in some ways it's been even more efficient. And there is, you know, I've alluded to the the, the zoom fatigue and, and some other things you have to consciously get outside of your work environment. If you live and work at, at home every day of the week, I tell my team members go out, go outside safely. If you can use the phone and call your friends and family and, and instead of texting and emailing as I would have probably done more of in the past. And so I call people more and so making things more personable and, uh, and it, and really realizing how much of a, you know, a pleasure it is to be able to do tackle hard, difficult problems with a lot of great smart people on a daily basis, inside and outside of our companies. And so I, and we've all been more nimble. You know, we are adapting our lives around work life balance at a whole nother. Speed. We've all heard dogs, seen children. I've got to engage more with people I I work with again, inside and outside the company, simply in their work environments and uh, get to support each other as we all progress and, and succeed together.
0: Absolutely. I think in all, Jeff, this has been a very interesting chat and we really appreciate the time that you took to spend with us and share all of these thoughts. And before we wrap up, though, for the day, if you have any last-minute tips, best practices, remote work, do's and don'ts, technologies to use. You did share a few already, but any last-moment thoughts before we wrap up, then over to you.
1: Oh, thank you. I really appreciate that. I I think from a customer success standpoint, CSOps is really the... A key and bringing that in, or at least weaving that into your construct as early as possible. We have the um, ability now with our team. Do we have a trainer on with our team? We have a systems and operations manager. We have an administrator. We have a data analyst. All those individuals are key, but it's also across the board with customer success. It's very important that every professional in customer success for Pipe Drive knows Pipe Drive and our systems and our processes, but it's also about the profession. And building well-rounded professionals who will continue to succeed for pipe drive and, and be able to advise our customers. One of the trends I'm seeing more and more is customers want to be advised on their industries and their verticals. And so getting as we silo closer to our customers, continuing to break down the silos within our organization, that is also key. And I see more and more of an advent of the chief customer officer or the chief revenue officer are individuals who have customer-facing functions within a structure, even if they're, they have multiple leaders on that team. And it's all about the customer journey. It's all about being customer-centric and looking over uh, the, the few key metrics away from the lagging indicators and more into the, the indicators that are of lifetime value and lowering customer acquisition costs and really looking at the customer as a sum total whole, as a journey for customer for life. And those things are some of the top keys that I, I keep seeing re-emerging.
0: Absolutely. And while all customer-facing teams ensure that they do that, they mustn't forget their own internal processes and ensuring that they're building better employee relationships as well while they're at it. Thank you so much, Jeff, for your time here today. It was great having you on this chat. We'll have you back again sometime soon. And in the meantime, we wish you and the team at Drive all the very best and stay safe.
1: Thank you. as well, Paroma. My best to you and your family and your friends.